0: Well 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 it's just like old times I say and I'm calling Ben on my phone. you heard me right yeah people this is goody Lawrence old style because we're not streaming today and so I am dialing memory <laughs> Betty's I'm dialing Ben's number from memory. It's working out and I'm doing it. I can hear him. the phone is ringing. Ben Lawrence. Hey, so I've got my, uh, my speakers. Now the one thing about these speakers and by these speakers, I mean, my headphones that I'm using is I can't hear that well with them on phone calls. There's some sort of a limiter built into them and I've tried everything I can to turn it off. Uh, it does not work. So I will be getting new headphones. They're showing up on Sunday. So I may need your help to hear. Uh, Is that what I said? That's not what I meant. I'm going to need your help to um, just enunciate, you know, project, all that kind of stuff. Uh, It should be fine. So uh, the interesting thing, is that people are going to be hearing this after the D&D live stream happens.
1: This is true. They will be hearing this after the D&D live stream
0: happens, which is on Saturday. That is right. Now, one of the other things that's kind of interesting is I'm looking at my audio. You know how you have that waveform audio whenever you record? Yeah. And there is a... An odd little click, click, click that is happening. It's like um, the best way I can describe it is you know how you have fuzz, you know that the little distortion that you're seeing because yeah. there's a air conditioner or whatever. It's like that, but it's segmented with little bits of silence in even intervals. So I don't know what that means, like what people are going to be hearing on their end. (laughs) You you know, it's funny. We've been doing this
1: for how many years? A lot. (laughs) And we're still, you know, still can't get it right.
0: Test, test. Okay, I just put on another pair of headphones to listen to my audio feed. And it doesn't sound bad. No, I mean so it sounds I,
1: like a sounds like a phone call.
0: no no, no, I'm, I'm talking about the record the recording that I'm oh I see making yeah, so whatever that is, it doesn't seem like it's really affecting it that much. right on so good, yay, we did it again. three hey. minutes of audio talk. Hey <laughs> people love hey, it. hey how's it going, Paul? Uh, it's going great, Ben. um I'm okay, so here's something you may not know about being a dungeon master. I know Um, nothing about being a dungeon master. Well, this is, it's what happens to me. I think it's what happens to most people. Um, I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons and, uh, you know, DMing on and off for several decades now, right? I started when I was about Betty's age. I'm 48 now, so at least three decades and I took some breaks from Dungeons and Dragons itself playing other TTRPGs like Vampire: The Masquerade and stuff like that. But you know, in general, I've been roleplaying for a very long time and still in anticipation of the thing that's over now.
2: <laughs>
0: it went really well. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure it did. Um it goes like this. 1. Yeah, sure I'll do it. 2. Oh, man, so much stuff to do, but I've got tons of time. Three, all right, got to really buckle down and do stuff now. Four, okay, I don't see how there's any way that I could be any more prepared <laughs> than I am now. I've I've done everything I need to. And then five, I've forgotten every single rule that exactly. has ever existed in Dungeons & Dragons, <laughs> and the session will be nothing but the people who have asked me to play with them Calling me a fraud. And, <laughs> you know, it's... it it, And this is what I've learned, right? You might recognize everything that I'm describing because of when we perform. Right. Right? Yeah. Oh, I don't have an idea. We'll come up with an idea by that time. Oh, God, we don't have an idea. Now, one of the things that I used to do, and you just learned to roll with it, and I thank you so much. <laughs> uh, we're about to go on. And I'll go, oh, we're doing something different now.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's that was not an uncommon
0: occurrence. That is not happening. Uh but and that did not happen <laughs> in the thing that was over. We 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 played Dungeons and Dragons just like we said we were going to. Yep. Um the exciting thing, yeah, and and uh <laughs> Uh, eight players is a lot of players. Eight players is a lot. It's, it's number one. Number two. Um, I think I can fairly. I, I can make a prediction. I'm gonna say that at least one of the players. I'm not gonna name names. You know, maybe I don't even know who it is. But at least one of the players did something that a bunch of the other players didn't like. But. We were already in the midst of it so there wasn't a lot that I could do but I tried my best to hold everything together. That's all you can do
1: this, as, the, this uh, is a as guess. the dungeon master.
0: Just with 8 people I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. You know there's the main character syndrome where there are 8 people playing but you think that it's all you Right. You know, that can happen. There's also the, you know, person who wasn't paying attention. It gets to be their time to do something. And you have to explain to them what has been happening up until this point. Um, I think, I think everybody's
1: going to be paying attention. I mean, people know that they're going to be on camera, so they shouldn't be slagging off.
0: Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm just I'm, I'm thinking about all the things that uh, the party can get split up, especially with eight people. To where, you know, two people are off doing one thing and six people are off doing something else. And how do you, you know, balance that to make sure that everyone is still engaged and having fun? Right. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. At least there's no further complications. Oh wait, yes there is. <laughs> and I, I love it. Let me say I embrace it. You will not break me. But the idea that people are paying money to alter the way that the game works is awesome. Oh,
1: so yeah. here's another complication to that in case it hasn't gotten into your head all that much. Um, So the stream is delayed about 10 seconds, right? Which means 10 seconds goes by before somebody thinks of something to do but then they have to log on to the donation site, type in their donation, maybe type in their credit card number, hit the link or to, to go. That donation pops up on stream. Catherine sees it. I think she's the one who's going to be monitoring this stuff and has to stop the game. By this point, 35, 40 seconds at a minimum have already gone by. The game has it's progressed.
0: The, it's the it's the it's So, you're going to be it, co- show, It's a pre-recorded Colin show, Ben.
1: Exactly. It is a pre-recorded Colin show, but you're going to have to deal with somebody who wants to affect the game in some way, but the point that they want to affect has already has happened 2 minutes before. The party has already th- moved I, on.
0: I think there should be maybe a a a, a note that that tells people, hey, the world, you know, just like in the real world, you make a wish, it might take a little while for it to come true. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm just hoping that, you know, I, I mean I, I'm I'm sure people will watch. I'm sure people will donate and try to affect the game. It's not gonna be uh, I think rapid fire where we're constantly having to like alter course and pivot and do and do whatnot. I think yeah. it's gonna come at a normal handable rate. But the problem is, I can see that if if somebody donates something and that doesn't actually affect the game in any way, it maybe never gets acknowledged.
0: They want their money back. Yeah, I'll do my best to to make sure it happens. Um, but, but I think we just say right up at the top that if anything goes wrong, it's Ian's fault. <laughs> and that that should be good. Hi, Ian. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um,
1: just you know, throw it over to the rules lawyers and see what they have to
0: say about it. Yeah. Well. And here's the other thing, though, that I think, if it's anything like normal annex donation stuff, right? If we get people that are, you know, and I'm thinking like you get your Chris Comptes and you get your, you know, yeah, your your annex friends, right? Yeah. They're not going to be so mad that their donation didn't do the thing immediately. They're there to support the, the theater. Exactly. And everything else is kind of gravy. That's I, yes, part of what I'm thinking. I,
1: I think that's going to be 95 to 97% of the people who are donating. But that's right. I I actually know, like, I do know a couple people in the community. I don't think you know who these people are that are into board gaming mm-hmm. but are also jerks
0: and i oh. can see
1: them pulling this kind of thing
0: they're into board games but they're also jerks <laughs> in in the theater community yeah huh
1: i know i mean but and, you think aggressive- i don't know them I, I i think you don't know them and uh, but I, and i'm certainly not going to say who it is but um, there are gonna be enough
0: layers between me and them that i won't have to really deal with it
1: exactly exactly and the, also i mean the the thing is if you know somebody casts a spell to like lock a door that was previously unlocked but you know the 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 party went through the door anyway i don't know just throw it through the rules or what and says maybe he's like well everybody back out
0: well, like I, this is actually an interesting thing. Um, this is what I do at my at my home games, and we can talk about it all the time. But let's say, for instance, Ben, that you are with me and we're in a dungeon, and you say, um, "I take out my rope and swing across." Yeah. And I say, and this is something that I normally will not do. Just so you know, we don't need to tell the players that. But I normally won't check to see if you have rope. I'll just say, okay, that sounds great, right? <laughs> but if for some reason something comes up, and let's say I know for a fact you don't have rope for whatever reason, right? I do. I do this, and you're familiar with this. Okay, let's rewind. You're back. This is this is before the adventure. We go back. You're in the the uh, the shopkeeper's counter. You're up at the counter, and he says, Ah, oh, anything else I can get you before you leave? And the person says, Oh, yeah, I want some rope. <laughs> then I'm like, Great. Now, what happens sometimes at the table that I love is I say, Anything else I can get you before you leave? And the person goes, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut back. And then they don't have rope and it's and it's good. That's what we that's what I like to see. I like to see right. people playing along. But yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I have and I'll just tell you this, right? There is a way that you can write adventures. That's called on rails where you kind of make people do things and no matter what choice they make, they're always going to end up in the same place, right? Yeah. That is not how I run things. That is not what I have set up. Okay. I have thought through many different contingencies of what people might do. And there are many different things that could happen. So I have I've have, I'm pretty sure I've written stuff that some people will not experience. And I can I can talk about those, but I don't know what they are, so I'm not going to talk about them now. Right. Obviously. But there's also the chance that someone will do something that I haven't thought of and I'll need to make up stuff on the fly. And I will do that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons
1: why we wanted you to be this game master because we know that you're very comfortable and adept at doing that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. But, again, you know, here's the thing. I don't know all these people that are playing, right? Yeah. If someone stops the game and says, well, that's not how this would work. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) I'll play with it, but I mean, it is possible. It is possible that someone will do something like, well, my character would know that that there was a a trap there, and so he doesn't trigger the trap. Right. At which point, uh, I will go, okay, let's go back to that time then. That's how I'm going to handle it. Okay. Because, um, oh, also, if somebody tries to, this is the other thing, right? Someone tries to to pick a lock, and the lock doesn't open, right? Yeah. Some game masters will go, lock doesn't open, right? That's not what I do. You try to pick the lock, lock doesn't open, door opens from the other side, and there's a guy there going, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> right? It's yeah. called failing forward. You never. It's never just, oh, that doesn't work, and then you're stuck. The, the, oh, that doesn't work. And then you're stuck is an aspect of like text adventure games and things Yeah, where you don't have a human being on the other side. So yeah, I try to, I try to keep things moving forward. It should be all right. Um, and it, we, we have enough creative, talented people that hopefully I'm just sitting back and answering questions if they ask it. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm stage directions. I'm describing locations that they're at. I tell them what happens when they try something, but I don't have to prompt them for what they're gonna do next. My hope is that I have to you know keep up with them more than anything. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it went. I I think it'll go. I think it'll go fine.
1: I mean, I I've never actually played an entire campaign of D and D, so I don't really know what one looks like from the outside um but the we're planning i think four
0: hours for this yeah which is yeah which is doable i've got i've got four hours worth of material okay um if if somebody here's the thing if somebody goes in and one shots the big bad in 15 minutes right (laughs) there's other stuff that we can do um and if nothing else, and uh, this is just between you and me, uh, I've got random tables. <laughs> I can we can, all of a sudden there's another thing, and we'll we'll just go. But really, honestly, I think a lot of there's a lot of interpersonal stuff that these folks have written into their backgrounds. Yeah, and we may just have an adventure where they're working through that stuff with oh, each really. other, That's and I'm not even
1: group therapy D and
0: D. No, no, well, no, (laughs) D&D is not therapy and should not be therapy, Uh, you know, consult your insurance company and your place of work and your school and all those places, don't bring it to the table, but yeah, that's basically what we're talking about,
1: it still happens. The other um, thing that I don't yeah. know how this is going to work is, how do we start? Like, the stream s- starts at 7 o'clock. Apparently it starts at 7 o'clock my time, 9 o'clock your time. Yep. Yeah. And um I have a, there's an opening screen that said game will begin soon. And then do we just cut right to you? Do you introduce the night? Do you introduce the what's going on?
0: I actually have an idea for that, and I should probably talk to... to um Ian. Uh Ian about it the the idea i have is that it comes up right my face appears yeah and i say i am the dungeon master <laughs> my word is law the world that your players will be participating in is run entirely by me i control every aspect and then ian comes in and says i object <laughs> Who are you? I'm the rules lawyer, and you know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I think that would be kind of funny. Are
1: the uh, do, I'm wow I'm hearing my voice on on yours end of the line. That's awesome. Uh, are you introducing all the players?
0: Um, do they introduce themselves? Okay. okay, so here is here is what I was thinking about doing, and this we we do have a tech right.
1: Yeah, we, we do. It's at 3 o'clock my time, 5 o'clock your time. Which, I think this would... Two hours for Sorry. tech is plenty to work out all of this stuff.
0: Yeah, I because I, I think this is how I would like to do it. As we, we fold characters into as they enter the scene, right? So we start out, and I, I'm thinking that I talk to, to Bax and Sue first, because they're the people that own the gnome menu. Okay. And then we go with the people that are at the tables. And then we go with, um, you know, the people who are then, then some things are going to happen. Right. And some people who are outside come in. That's how I'm thinking about doing it. I'm, I'm hoping to send a, uh, like a an order of entrances, hey, hey gang, this is what I was thinking right how we how we begin the thing i might even I might even talk to Ian about you know that that part, but basically the very beginning sort of not really scripted out, but sort of scripted out,
1: yeah so um, of, so just to to give you a sense of the scene that we've set up, there are two tables. And four people will sit at each table, and so okay. I can have uh, close-ups of each individual player, um, and I can probably on the fly make a scene with t- close-ups from two different people. Uh, uh, but mostly, it's it's we're going to be cutting back to that single shot of you on screen along with these other uh, with along with all the other players. Yep. That
0: makes sense. Yeah. So. And what I'll oh, what I'll also ask, and I think this will be fine. Um, people put their character names as their names. Okay. And the pronouns of their character names, that will make things a lot easier for me.
1: Is that rather something than that, tr- the sorry, uh, go ahead. That's that's something that they give to you, or is that something that's on screen?
0: Oh, I'm saying, you know, in the... Oh, shoot. Right, 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 right. I have... Okay. Right. Sorry. I was thinking about, for whatever reason, I was thinking about, since it was going to be on Zoom, that their tables would have their Uh. names. It won't. I'll So I'll make myself a cheat sheet and have it over here on my side.
1: Yeah, make yourself a cheat sheet, because what you are going to see... Is what the viewer will see, and right? So, right, right, right. yeah, and you won't probably won't even be able to read unless you pin my video uh, and make it and full screen. It you probably won't be able to read the text that's on screen anyway.
0: Yeah, um, and then we were talking. I was trying to figure out how I am going to get information from Ian. The idea that i have is that uh, the idea i had before was that i have a little um earbud in yeah you know and and he basically you know says says stuff in my ear and then i i go forward with it right but it might actually not be him it might be um catherine
1: yeah uh, that's what he mentioned to me when we were talking about this is that is, you, you you, all are basically going to be on a four hour phone call during this.
0: That's my plan but I, I am worried about how how it's going to work because I, I was thinking about having an earbud in but I can't have the power and the earbud oh actually yeah I could I could I have a dongle in my car that I could use that allows me to put in power and headphones. I could, I, yeah, I could work that out. There you go. I'll, I'll do it during the, during the test, but it makes more sense to me. If, if that, if that's, if I can have him in my ear that I won't have to read anything, I just look at my books and. Yeah.
1: And my, I'll make it so I can talk to you. Um, but yeah. the audience won't be able to hear me. Uh, so if worse comes to worse, I'll just <laughs>
0: yell things at you. Yeah, that could, that could work. I mean, that might be... Here's the thing. Would Ian... Would, Ian will be there, right? Yeah. Why don't we do that? Instead of us being on a phone call, why don't we just have... Can we just have an open line that Ian or you or Catherine could talk into? Hmm. Or, work- or just Ian? Yeah. Or just let me, Ian?
1: Let me work on that.
0: Yeah. I think that would be best, that... That it isn't just uh, one person. That that if, if... And you can figure out how many people it is. But I like the idea that I don't have to have a separate earbud in. That yeah. I could just have someone talk to me on the stream.
1: That might get a little noisy if somebody needs to talk to you while one of the characters is talking.
0: Yeah, it's okay. I do it at work all the time.
1: <laughs> um, right. and
0: what i what i mean by that is i'm on two i'm often on two meetings at once and i'm talking really? about full two two full meetings like a group of people talking in one ear and a group of people talking in the other ear and i have to keep track of both conversations in case they need me for something damn i am uniquely qualified to do this
1: <laughs> all right I'll, I'll yeah that's 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 easy enough i can i can hook that up and we could
0: see how how well it worked when people are listening to this, this thing. Right. There was one part where Paul just <laughs> stared forward and didn't say anything for five whole minutes. No, no.
1: Yeah. And then the so, yeah. whole stream went, uh, got hacked and started showing porn.
0: <laughs> exactly. And Paul, for whatever reason, kept running the game. <laughs> Stop that! Why aren't you rolling? Come on! Hey, uh, you can't see this, but I, I'm drinking uh, a San Pellegrino. Oh yeah, dark Morello cherry and pomegranate. It's called.
1: That's one flavor. Yep, and it's really good. I am drinking zero nice, calories cool glass of water. Yeah, because Come I on. actually just recently bought a water filter pitcher. For the theater. Hey, that's nice. After after drinking the tap water out of here for the last uh, 14, 15 years, I finally yep. uh, got a filtered pitcher.
0: And how is it? Much better?
1: Honestly, it tastes the same. I will, I will not lie. I cannot tell See- the difference.
0: Seattle water is actually pretty good from what I remember.
1: Yeah, which is why I hadn't really been concerned about drinking the water straight out of the tap here but you know for whatever reason i'm like well you know if there are heavy metals in the lead pipes that are in this building which was built in 1922 um i should probably not put 15 years of that in my in my body
0: yeah probably not but you know by this time who knows probably too late yep or Uh, i built up an immunity to heavy metals Hey, yeah, that's possible. It's a one-way ticket to midnight, Ben. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> I said I built up a hum- uh, uh, um, an immunity to heavy metals, not heavy metal. Okay, sorry, my mistake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> heavy um, metal still affects me.
0: So yeah, I'm, I'm uh, the the one the one thing that that I am a little bit concerned about. And it's very, it's it's probably not going to happen. Uh, I am worried, and and the the listener will know if they've seen the stream. If I had what I term an autistic moment, where I get hung up on something, <laughs> and only I care about it, right? But things are not moving forward until that thing is addressed. I. Something tells me that you are uniquely, again, aware of when these sorts of things can happen. Ben, we can't I, go forward until I find this clip on the internet. <laughs> you don't understand. I think... It's vitally... That, exactly. As long
1: as you're not trying to remember something that you saw once before.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or or the other thing is... Um, I think the spell works this way. I'm almost positive. <laughs> let me look the spell up. Oh, it's not in the player's handbook. It must be in a different let me hold on. I've got other I... books upstairs. You know, that kind of thing.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: That's one of the that's one of the reasons why I put the idea of Ian being the rules lawyer out there. So that I wouldn't run into that problem.
1: Ah. I'm assuming he's gonna have a, a copy of the what is it, the five E?
0: I think that he has D and D Beyond available to him. I also have it available to me, um, but again, that would involve me looking it up. Is that a website? Yeah, it's a website that has all of the five e-books on it, basically. Gotcha. So,
1: so you can just do like yeah. a quick like a search and find.
0: Exactly. That's, I mean, that's that's really how it works um, in general. But the other thing is that uh, if I can, the onus is on, in my opinion, the players should be able to tell me what their stuff does. Right. And if they lie to me, so be it. That's the other thing. I'm not <laughs> going to advertise it too much. But you might, a, a savvy player will will be able to figure out that if they lie to me convincingly enough, I'll probably let them do whatever it is they want to do.
1: That's an interesting point, because with all of the people we have playing and with all the varied like um, experience uh, levels, I'm assuming yeah. that some have more than others, that if, mm-hmm. if one care if someone tries to like pull a fast one, like are the other characters going to call them out?
0: They might, they might. Um, and again, I, I can't make a full prediction, right? Yeah. But I know that there are some characters who may try to pull a fast one in character, yeah. mind you. Yeah. On the other on the other players. We talked about it in our session 0 that we didn't want to have any PVP where the players are made to fight each other. Okay. I I am concerned that it may happen anyway. <laughs> And I am unsure whether or not I should just stop the game and say we talked about this, uh, or what. Um, but we'll see. And I the only know. reason I say that is because during the during that discussion, uh, at least two people were more interested in. Well, what if it just happens anyway? You know, like that yeah. was a that was a thing.
1: Right. They I wanted. To, they wanted I, to keep that option open.
0: right? Exactly. Uh, and what we eventually said was, I personally, me, Paul, would not be making people fight each other. Right. And then we'll see what happens after that.
1: (laughs) To get through this door, one of you has to
0: kill somebody else. Yeah, exactly. I'm not doing, uh, any sort of, you know. (laughs) You're not squid
1: gaming um, this, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. I'm
0: not squid gaming this Dungeons and Dragons episode. Yeah. Um don't hey man don't squid game the one shot is a great thing that someone in 2020 would have no idea what i was talking about yeah but that's that's good um you know but there will be uh there will be i, I ian has already promised that there will be traps uh-oh i will i will tell you that um, traps are one of the things that I'm probably going to be generating randomly on the fly. Because. The one thing that I, I like, okay. Me personally, my personality, I love traps. I would love to create something that, you know, the people have to figure out and stuff like that. But there's yeah. a big difference between four of your friends trying to figure out a trap a puzzle right yeah that that is meticulously crafted and they have to you know figure out a b and c and all that and then watching
2: eight <laughs> people try to
0: solve a puzzle together completely different so i i did away with any of that intricate <coughs> puzzle craft now now are there intricate situations that they could figure out yes absolutely But not, you know, a Rube Goldberg machine type thing that they have to take apart. Although, as I say it, I kind of want to do... uh, Let's see. Between now and Sunday, would I be able to come up with a Rube Goldberg... I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Sunday? Oh, shoot. Uh, Okay. Sunday is a completely different thing. Sunday is when (laughs) I'm hand-delivering a letter to my parents about why we aren't coming to their house for Christmas this year.
1: You're you're giving them the uh, the honor of hand delivering it to them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because um, my other siblings uh, wanted to do it, but also felt very conflicted. Here's the thing: um, I didn't want to do this at all.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I wanted to just not show up. <laughs> but they wanted to like like write out a thing and all that, and so because I don't care. To tell them, yeah, I am the good person to deliver it because I'm not going to do anything special, right? You're not going to make a scene. I might make a scene, depends on what happens. Um, but probably not. I hope not. But you know, (laughs) no guarantees, Ben can never tell if I show up and and uh, and for whatever reason, he's wearing a hockey mask and and (laughs) swinging a chainsaw around.
1: You might have things you're going to have.
0: Yeah, I don't think that'll happen, though. Man, oh, man, though, Ben, I got to say. What's that? Uh, Privatized adoption in the United States is a freaky thing. Privatized uh, adoption. Yeah. So do you know, Ben, that the adoption, the way adoption works in this country, uh, it's a money making business. I know, in America? What? <laughs> how is it possible? But yeah, it's totally true. And the demand for... Okay, and this we're talking about specifically infant adoption, right? That's how I was adopted, adopted as a baby. Um, yeah. People love babies. It, they want more babies than there are. And there are different prices depending on the... The skin color, the
2: baby? yeah,
0: and the uh, gender assigned at birth of the baby—it's crazy. There are sales that people have. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, so you don't
1: often so see like happens. Black Friday commercials for the adoption baby sale. And and so
0: uh, being an adoptee, right, and going, huh, that sounds weird. Uh, pretty dystopian, if you ask me. And and then you realize that that you were part of this system unwittingly. And it's, a, it's a little crazy.
1: Do you know? And then you're
0: going to hand deliver a message to your <laughs> adoptive parents, going, "Hey, we're not going to Christmas." And 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 you go. Should I also mention? that we live in a dystopian society? Probably not. I'll leave that part out. At least for this Christmas. Indeed. I don't know.
1: It's Next it Christmas, stops. though, all bets are
0: off. Yeah, exactly. All I... appreciated, but all bets are, are off. off. Yeah. I hate buying it. Well, well, that's all right, because I ain't selling it. One, that, that person, that performance is so good.
2: <laughs>
0: it's yeah, a very she's... small part of the movie, but it stuck with me. She did a lot with the very little she had. I, I kind of think that she's actually from the United States, I want to say.
1: Really? Yeah. In case uh, uh, people don't know who we're talking about, it's from the movie, Lo- uh, from the movie Snatch, where uh, yep. uh, the two guys go to rob the bookies, but they got wind of it ahead of time. And uh, close the betting. And hey, do you know who
0: that actor is and where they're actually from? Why not write to us at <laughs> Ben's email at yahoo.com at gmail.com? Hey, or you can call up, to, us. We haven't given up the email address in quite some time. At B10 Lung Lag. That's B10 Lung Lag. Leave a message. Why don't you? <laughs> Yeah, um that's right. We haven't seen uh Ben, might as well say, anybody write in or call <laughs> recently? Uh,
1: no, actually I haven't looked. And since we're not streaming, Steven is not is not with us.
0: Uh um, yeah. Oh. Nobody R.I.P. <laughs> um So So yeah, it's it's kind of a I don't know, it's a weird it's a weird time, Ben. Uh I am in I am in southern Illinois, as you know. Uh, yesterday, I think it got up to 67. I hear that it's been unseasonably warm in the Midwest. Yeah. And then it, but then it goes, it goes back down to freezing at night.
1: So. That's, that's wild. Oh! It is super cold here. I'm, I'm constantly in front of my space heater. Uh, and I'm still just
0: chilled to the bone. The Amazon warehouse tornado incident. Let's talk about it. All right. Um, so I live in Edwardsville, Illinois, the location of a warehouse that got hit by a tornado.
1: I heard. Actually, I was I was gonna I was gonna text you uh, this week because uh, somebody told me that Edwardsville was a location of a tornado.
0: Yeah, power went out for us, but we're fine. It went out. It was out for um, I don't know about. Let's see, what's what's eight p.m. to five AM? What is that? That's uh let's see. Nine four, hours. like eleven hours? What wait, what'd you say? Nine. Nine? Yeah, that's right. Nine hours. About nine hours, seemed like. <clears throat> um so bad. You go to bed yeah. when it's
1: dark and you wake up with power.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what happened. It's kinda cool. Um, but yeah, so here's some Something that's weird, I've seen a lot of misinformation about Amazon and the and the tornado, which is let me, weird. So
1: so let me tell you what I have heard. And you yeah. tell me if if I've been fed misinformation. Okay. So the uh I was I've heard that the uh workers at this warehouse we're told to stay via like, and we know this because uh, the wife of one of the victims texted his wife saying Amazon won't let us leave, and that's okay, the that last text she got from her husband who died in this warehouse.
0: That is correct, as far as I know. So that so that and basically that's all I know. Okay, so. So here's uh, this is something that that Jennifer asked, which I don't know the answer to, which is how does Amazon tell you that you can't leave? Right? Did they lock the doors? Did they? I don't know. And that might be something that we. But but what I can say is that the timeline that I've heard. This is the thing that 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 people talk about that I think is weird. Um. So the. Somebody said something like, people should not be working at 3 a.m. in a tornado. But it wasn't 3 a.m. It was like 8, 8.30, around that time. Okay. And then the other thing, the, the news story that I saw was New York Post. And the wife of the... Now, okay. Uh, the New York, stop York Post. Stop for a second. <laughs> if, if you are the wife of a person who died at the warehouse. I am not discounting what you have said. And if you know these people, I'm not, I'm not saying that they, that they did not say these things. I'm not saying that they're lying. Just saying that when the New York post wrote that the guy was texting, saying that, that, that they can't leave. And that their house was, the driving time to their house was such that if he had left, he would have been home instead of in the warehouse when the tornado hit. Is a little bit reaching on their part. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Because I was out on the roads that night. We we left... In the middle, so there were basically two different tornadoes. The first one that actually hit um, the warehouse had already already happened at this time. When I say two different tornadoes, there were two different storm events, I guess you could say. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I think the first one was bigger, but when we were out, the person. Was going they they would they would be going from the Amazon warehouse in Edwardsville to Collinsville, Illinois. And in the newspaper, it said it would take about 13 minutes, and the tornado hit 20 minutes later. Depending on where in Collinsville they live, uh, getting there in 13 minutes uh, requires you to speed.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I that's mean, number if, one.
1: If you're being chased by a tornado, you're not going to pay attention to the speed limit.
0: Well, but but and then here's the other thing. The roads at that time were full of stopped vehicles.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: People driving 15 miles per hour with their hazards on, that kind of stuff. So, it's I think irresponsible to write that he would have been home if they had allowed him to leave. I I don't know if I if I were Amazon and there was a tornado near my facility i don't know if i would let people leave either
1: well see that's what you got me thinking about because this whole narrative has been framed as you know greedy jeff bezos saying keep working while the tornado hits whereas when the guy says amazon won't let us leave it's probably some shift supervisor saying you're more safer here than you are out there
0: that is that is what i okay we know that i don't like amazon <laughs> that, like like I have to come a, to their defense I have a I have a love hate relationship with them uh I I I do like the products they have also stated that they will never hire me and that I'm <laughs> a bad person so you know there's I'll, gotta be a statute
1: goes. of limitations on that
0: so I am not the person who will defend them and say that they are I mean, com, they're anti-unionizing stuff, right? Correct. I mean, you were in Seattle when they closed the call center. That was because, or at least in, in part because, that call center was trying to unionize. I did not know that. And they closed it. I think the statute of limitations are passed now on that. That was back in 19... 19- <laughs> Or no, two thousand two, I think something to that effect. Um, yeah, there were there was a unionizing effort for the for the call center, and they closed the call center in Seattle altogether. Hopefully, no one sues me for that, uh, but that is part of the information.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and and here's the thing. I mean, as for their business, right? It saved them a lot of money and eventually they they moved uh customer service to different countries as well. Yeah. So, yeah, Amazon is not um not the greatest when it comes to human rights or things like that.
1: But also but, like yeah, I mean, uh, I just just, you know, some scared T- you know, 20 some year old who found himself the shift supervisor of a swing crew scared out of their wits because a tornado's coming and just telling trying to keep his employees safe.
0: Right. So I, and I mean, I was at Amazon when there was a uh, earthquake in Seattle. Yeah. And and that was, you know, hard. Now, here's one thing. OK, here's one thing. The fact that they didn't have that much disaster training, absolutely believable. Yeah. Right. And a bad thing. They should have had more safety stuff, I'm sure. And that's an OSHA, that's an OSHA violation that I can imagine. But from the time that the if just given the timeline for me and my family, right? We heard about it. We went downstairs and we had, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And then stuff started moving around. Power went out. There's not a lot of time. So now there is is some other stuff that I've heard. I don't know for sure, but I believe you've heard this as well. People at the warehouse complaining that they have unpaid time where they have to wait to leave cuz they have to go through like scanners or whatever
1: to make sure they're not lifting merchandise
0: yeah and also the idea that that they're not allowed phones on the floor when they're working yeah i mean that's I've, another I've,
1: I've, I've heard all the stories where like you know their bathroom breaks are monitored and you know
0: yeah which which is one of those things of of when they say they don't, they don't know exactly how many people were working. That's interesting, <laughs> because you know, unless they've they've changed the way that they keep track of their employees or whatever, that seems odd to me that they wouldn't know how many people were working that day. You know, badge in, badge out. Don't let anybody yeah. else have your badge. That kind of thing. Maybe it's different in the warehouses. I can't imagine it is though. But, but all of that being said the time it's it's weird to me how the timelines seem off when when that person's describing how long it would have taken their husband to get from the warehouse to their house even on a clear day but who knows maybe the guy just drives fast maybe maybe they live at the edge of town in the direction of where the warehouse is you know can't say well, I mean, but it's I also just, one of
1: those it's one of those things where it might, you know somebody might have just put into Google Maps driving directions and yeah. just put in the name of the city, which, you know, I don't know if this takes you to the city center or the city border, you know? Like the okay, the, so, the city of Seattle boundary is pretty far south, right? The city goes, you know, South of uh, big ways, and so if you see a sign on the freeway that says you know it'll take ten minutes to get to Seattle, it's gonna take you ten minutes to get to, you know, the Rainier Brewery, and then you gotta keep you know find
0: your way into the city. So if we if we go to Amazon, mm-hmm. Amazon uh, STL four the Gateway Commerce Center in Edwardsville, Illinois, right? And we go from there to do just Collinsville in general, right? Like, okay, from my house in Edwardsville to that warehouse is 15 minutes. Okay. Just right off the bat. And I live in the same city where that warehouse is. Yeah. So... If we go to Collinsville from there, it is. Are you looking stuff up? S- what? 17 <laughs> minutes, Ben. 17 minutes. So, yeah. 17. They could have made it. Uh, oh, you know what? When they said 13 minutes, it is 13 miles. I'm betting. I'm betting it's exactly what you said, Ben. New York Times. I mean, New York Times. <laughs> New York Post. Big difference. A bastion New York Post, of
1: you know truth in journalism.
0: New York Post looked up looked it up on the map, and then figured sixty miles an hour. That's my guess. Yeah, thirteen minutes. Still 17, 17 minutes. Maybe could have made it, right? Except traffic conditions. I don't know. It's weird. And maybe, maybe it got super bad right after the first pass, and it was all clear sailing. But I mean, the wind and the rain and all that that was happening. Yeah, I, I just, I just can't not, believe that you would be able to go sixty.
1: Yeah, you're not averaging sixty
0: miles an hour there. So anyway, uh, uh, corporations are good, Ben. Big business, I love it. Is what I'm saying. Uh. So, most of what I deal with these days is something that I like to call Hey, buddy! No, that's Edward. From Edwardsville. Hey, Hey, Edward. Yeah, it's Edwardsville. We're just living in it. Here's the other thing. Edwardsville, I think I've mentioned this to you before. You don't go trick-or-treating on Halloween. You go trick-or-treating on... The day before Halloween, because Halloween is when the parade is, Ben. Ah,
1: uh, yes, It's the of Halloween
0: course. parade. The Aren't you going to go to the parade? parade. And uh, you know what the nickname of Edwardsville is? I do not. Evil. <coughs> Think ah. Think about that. We're a bad B horror film city, Ben. Put that in your cauldron and smoke it. Exactly. Oh, here comes Betty. And I am giving Betty the headphones. And so Ben's uh ah. Ben's just on the on the phone. Hello. Hey,
1: how's it going? Good. Yeah, so exciting times lately with the tornado and all. Were you scared? Very. Yeah. Was it windy outside? Yes. Did you was there any like uh trees down around your house or did stuff get knocked over? I don't over? know. No, okay. Yeah, and the uh, power I'm went out. We're almost done with finals. Oh yeah? And then is that it for uh till uh till next year? Yes. Cool.
2: At least I think so.
1: <laughs> uh maybe uh you know, when I was when I was in high school, I would get homework over the Christmas break, which I always thought was was stupid. Damn. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Sorry, you called me while I was in the middle of something, so... Oh, well, you should go back and and, and complete it. Mm -hmm. I'll see you
2: later.
0: All right, take care. Bye. Bye. See you, Betty. Bye. Yeah, Betty had a huge staff meeting. I forgot about that. A huge staff meeting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some sort of cartel she's working for. I don't know exactly what it... (laughs) Yeah, um, so yeah, I often tell her that she needs to stop using the dark web, and she always looks at me. It's like, Dad, I'm not using the dark web, which is exactly what she would say if she was using the dark web. Then,
1: exactly, and uh, you know, you just got to make sure that uh, uh, that she doesn't have too much power in the dark web, or you might be getting a knock on the door.
0: Hey, speaking about that. Uh, two new things that I've learned in the world of technology. Oh, yeah? Um, Web 3? I don't know what it is exactly. Web 3? So number, number one, that there's some sort of new website architecture that people are talking about. And no one will tell people what it does and they're mad about it. <laughs> that's what I've learned as far as that goes. But Reversible computing, Ben. I don't understand what that is. Okay, so this is this is a new thing I just learned about today. So listen to me; not get any of it correct, probably.
1: <laughs> All right, lay it on me.
0: All right, so so computers work uh, through functions, right? Yeah. Um, and and uh, an idea might be the mathematical equation x plus y equals what whatever right so for instance an equation might be uh three plus or or a a function i would i'll say you have number one number two and then what it equals right so three plus one equals four right but it's an irreversible re- equation. And the reason for that is that you have the input for X, the input for Y, and then the answer four. But if you feed four back into that equation, you won't know what X and Y were, right? Because all you have is the number four. You could have two plus two, four plus zero. You, you're not sure, right? Does that make sense? Like you can't move backwards from just the number 4 and figure out what the two numbers were that made 4 because there are a lot of different
2: combinations. Yeah.
0: That's an irreversible equation. A reversible equation would be something where you feed in two numbers and you get both the sum and the difference. I think difference is right. When you subtract. Whatever it is. So... uh. If if I if I give you the numbers 4 for sum and 0 for subtract what two numbers did we start out with Oh wait are you asking me Yeah What was the question again Okay we 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 put two numbers in we we get the sum of it and we get what it is when you subtract the number 1 from number 2. And the answers that we get are 4 and 0. The sum of it
1: is 4. Uh-huh. And the second equ- second equation was what?
0: Uh the number minus the number and that one is 0.
1: The number minus the number, and that number is zero. So two is uh, where you. That's right. What your number is.
0: That's right. That is a reversible equation. You 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 get your answers, and you can figure out what the what the first two numbers are.
1: Okay, so that, so I, this is this equates to reversible computing in some way.
0: Right, because for reversible computing to work, you will need to reverse every single operation that the computer does. <clears throat> that sounds like a lot, billions and billions. And this is the thing, is that what we're talking about is total new computer, because the hardware needs to work that way, totally new code, yeah, because the code Mm -hmm. needs to be reversible. But the reason that we are interested in it is because there is going to be a limit to how fast and how energy efficient computer hardware is. But if you do reversible computing, I don't know why, I cannot answer that, but apparently if you do reversible computing, that threshold, that limit, goes away. It's
1: the universe collapsing in on
0: itself. Because, and and the, the, the understanding that I have is that the limitation is in physics, right? The actual limitation is physics. If you're doing irreversible equations. But some guy, you know, back in, you know, 19, whatever, figured out that if you use reversible equations, that limit goes away. But everyone was like, okay, that sounds nice. Never gonna have to worry about it though. <laughs>
1: and
0: now we are.
1: Cause there's no way we'll reach the edge of uh, computing power.
0: That's right. And with that, Ben. We have reached the edge of our computing power,
1: Hey, look meaning at that.
0: our podcast. And uh, so, yeah, I will. The next time I talk to you, it will be for the D and D live stream. I think. Yeah,
1: uh, Saturday, uh, three o'clock my time, five o'clock your time. Yep. And Going into the wee hours of the morning for you, it's gonna. It's we're gonna end like at one o'clock for you.
0: Yeah, which is way past my bedtime. Which is another thing. Why. Engaging in an activity that is going to be uh, completely crushing to my mental faculties is awesome. (laughs) If I am able to maintain my ability to speak English through all this, it will be great. And I I do think that we should trade on the idea that maybe I will implode. Just like how people watch uh, auto racing because maybe there will be a car crash.
1: Exactly. Or, I may or, not
0: survive.
1: Yeah, or monster trucks.
0: Exactly. So I hope we're still friends by the time <laughs> this airs. And I haven't yeah, done anything completely uh, inconceivable. All righty. And with that,
1: I uh, hope uh, that you keep it wrong, sir. Thanks, Ben. Keep it wrong
0: yourself, my good
1: friend. All right. And I'll talk, I'll to, you
0: see, talk to you on Saturday. Yep. See you then. All right. Bye. Bye. Room tone.